Yo. Papa G, what's good? What's good? Yadi, what's up? Hey, y'all. <laughs> uh, by the way, the intro is on Apple Music now. Uh, the producer, our cousin Luke, <laughs> just hit me up and said, make sure I shout him out. Of course, we shout him out every chance we get. Of course. Um, but yeah. And we will do a, a challenge, right? Right. We want to have. Freestyle challenge. Right. We want to <laughs> have some of our favorite artists that we know personally get on the beaten. You know, don't got to make a full song, but spit some bars to just it. Give Let's us see. a little song. Now give us a little taste. You know what I mean? Don't worry. Oh, no. Come on. Come I will pay for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, today we have a very special guest today. We have Eric Adams. He's got a new book coming out called Healthy at Last, all about his health journey. Uh, and we're going to call him in now. Here we go. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how it happens uh, all right so today we have eric adams our very special guest today for the second time appreciate you coming through eric thank you and if you don't know eric already he is our brooklyn borough president amongst other things and we're here to talk about a new release you have coming up uh a new book talking about your health journey called healthy at last why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and a little bit about your health journey and why you know you actually wrote this book. Oh, thank you uh, so much. And it's it's probably a a way of sharing, uh, you know, just a ray of hope to folks. You know, many people, uh, particularly in New York City, uh, they are aware of my uh, health journey of you know diabetes, vision loss, uh, and actually, I know when I look back on it, the doctor telling me that I was actually legally blind and had to turn in my driver's license. Mm -hmm. and nerve damage in my hands and feet that could lead to amputation uh, as well as high blood pressure high cholesterol head and ulcer that's what sent me to the doctors in the first place the discomfort in my stomach right Uh, because you um, you know you know men you got you have to drag us to the doctors yeah yeah and (laughs) and so you know uh after coming from under sedation is when i learned that i i I was experiencing advanced stages of diabetes Mm -hmm. and the book healthy at last is you know really it's almost that whole theme at last uh you know it's dr king's version of free at last and and an old uh song that we used to have called at last Mm -hmm. uh you know a woman found her love at last and that's how i felt i I found my body at last uh and i didn't realize that this body and this health and this lack of discomfort ever existed. I normalized the discomfort. And so once I learned uh, my, every time I put the wrong food in my body, I was killing myself and mm-hmm. they would reverse my condition, particularly my eyesight in three weeks. Uh, it just really pushed me to say, I must give my story to others because others are living the life that I live. Right, and, and you say you woke up and you, you couldn't see, Did you didn't have any uh, symptoms prior to that or it kind of just happened you know like everything else you know what did you have before you said you kind of normalized some of your symptoms like what did you have prior to your eyesight kind of going away a little bit and that's a great question because you know the body uh, it does give you signals but it, it just when I look back over it uh, it was amazing how you just sort of cycled into the discomfort of an of an unhealthy body, and I, I think we're wired to be able to adjust. Just you know, we're wired as human beings to do to be able to adjust to circumstances, mm-hmm. and that's good uh, because it's a, it's a survival tactic. But it also can be bad. And yeah. so, 
when, when I was getting the tingling in my hands and feet, I thought it was just my feet falling asleep from time to time. Uh, when I was waking up always tired, constipation, uh, bloatiness, uh, headaches, body aches. You know, I, I just I equated it to, well, you know what, you're getting older. You know, you're in your 50s. Uh, this is what they stated life was supposed to be about. And you just sort of just dismiss it. And remember, prior to that, uh, you know, sitting down and talking about uh, disease reversal, uh, you might as well say, you know, how's your condominium doing on Mars? It was like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Disease reversal? Reversal? Once you get it, fool, right. you got it. <laughs> right. I think and we so really appreciate the um, the perspective because most of the times these health um kind of focus books are written either by doctors or by specialists but you know reading it from your perspective was really amazing and also we were wondering like what the difference is between being vegan and going plant-based because a lot of the times when you say to somebody you know maybe you should try a plant-based diet they're like what the heck is that like <laughs> i don't know what that is or that sounds too drastic so we wanted you to speak to our listeners kind of explain to them what the difference is between plant-based veganism, um, you know, being a vegetarian, pescatarian. So in your own words, how would you describe that? And, and I love that. And that's a great question. Uh, and you're right. Uh, first, the part about the book. I wrote the book as though you're sitting in the living room with just a good friend and you're sitting down having a Merlot or a Hennessy or you just, you know, uh, passing a joint back and forth. Right, I don't care right. what you're doing, you know, I just want to have a real conversation with people and that they can feel and I, I hope that's what they felt in the book and digging into uh, the whole veganism and plant-based piece was important because words come with stigmas attached to them and people will instantly shut down based on what you say they're not even hearing you pass the road right, and so right. when I stated I was plant-based uh, you know, people would say, you know, when they say, if I would have stated, hey, I'm a vegan, you, there were people who will automatically not even listen to the next thing I was saying. And I was right, extremely right. conscious about that. Because when I said I was plant-based, they were willing to dig into the conversation. Okay, well, what's plant-based? Right. Because people attach veganism with the animal rights movement, which is a righteous movement. Right. But, you know, some people in the movement have given the entire movement a bad name and mm -hmm. people equate it negatively. But when I say plant-based, it's different. But also veganism and plant-based is different. I'm right. plant-based. I, I have a consciousness around animals' rights, but I'm plant-based. And right. it's because a vegan can eat um, Oreo cookies. They can drink Coca-Cola. You know, they can uh, have... Uh, all sorts of things. So vegan veganism is no animal products, right, and that's right. veganism. It, it doesn't matter if it's healthy or unhealthy. As long as you don't have any animal pro products, you're good. Some of the okay. most unhealthy people I know are vegans. Right. You know, yeah, they, I, I, they, yeah, I was going to you know, say something like that. They drown a a sugar filled cake. You know, they eat a lot of processed food. Right. They you know they have processed buffalo wings and processed this, <laughs> processed that. All that stuff is unhealthy. You know, right, right. I'm plant based. I eat mostly uh, plants, fruits, vegetables, uh, nuts, seeds, uh, grams, grains, you know, and I try to keep it in as natural state as possible to do so. Vegetarian won't eat any uh, animal uh, 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 products 
you know, they won't eat any animal products, and pescetarians won't only fish they would eat. Right. You know, so I am like, you know, uh, I'm in a, a, my category, we were to give a definition of what I eat, I eat plant-based foods. Okay. All right. Ms. Adams, is it anywhere in the book um, where it tells us how to implement these changes to our lives? Because I know it's pretty, it's, it's hard to just stop on the drop of a dime. Is that included in the book at all? Without a doubt, brother, because you're, you're, you're right, man. Food is like heroin, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, it's, you, you're hooked. And I went through withdrawals those first weeks. If you were to put me side by side with someone that was cycling out of heroin and, and me cycling out of fried foods, sugary food, you would have you had a difficult time to say, okay, who's hooked on the heroin and who's hooked on uh, the steak? Right. And so that first week, you know, it was really deep. The first week for me, because uh, now you're changing your palate, you're changing your taste. I used to make this cereal in the morning made out of flax seeds, and I wasn't even grinding the flax seeds. You know, it was just terrible. <laughs> and I said, damn, I have to eat this stuff for the rest of my life? So it wasn't until the Sunday that I said, listen, stop this woe is me stuff, Eric, and, and, and get into why not me. Stop looking at all the foods you can't eat and now explore this whole repertoire of foods that you can eat and change your mindset. And so the book shows how to do it in a small incremental level, because not everybody's going to stop anything overnight. Right. But I show you gradually how you can do a meal at a time, um, how do you can explore the taste that you're looking for using different ways to do so. And we have uh, some great recipes to set, give you a foundation. Right. So you can start doing your own spin on recipes because you're right. You have to slowly cycle people out. And anyone who has ever gone to NA or AA or any other type of aid, they will tell you it's one day at a time. Yeah. Any day you can slip back to bad habits. I don't care if it's ga ga gambling anonymous or drinking. Uh, right. You can slip back to bad habits unless you built in systems to prevent it to, to, from, from reoccurring. Yeah, and uh, we uh, started doing, you know, we did like meatless Mondays. You know, we started doing things like that, uh, you know. We tried it a couple of times. We were still pretty hungry after the first time. So, um, you know, we were still tweaking our, our thing here. And then hopefully we can expand a little more once we figure out the right amount of food that, you know, we can eat. And I think you mentioned in your book, you know, the portion size, you can eat a lot more, uh, you know, if it's plant based, because it's not like you're eating all these crazy calories and processed food. So it doesn't matter, like, exactly how many you know plants you're actually eating. Well, and that's a great question. You should... If you're hungry, you're doing something wrong. Right. I am never hungry. And <laughs> that means you're eating six times a day, eat six times a day. Because you're eating plant food. You're eating high fiber, bulks you up, uh, good tasting food, and you can eat as much as you want. You know, it's not like you're limited. You know, mm -hmm. you could eat, you know, my I, I have what's called a Buddha bowl. It's a huge bowl where I just throw everything that I want in it, you know, a lentil soup with some pasta, some lentil or black beans pasta, uh, some mushrooms, kale, spinach, and you just, I throw everything in that Buddha bowl, I call it. And when I'm walking away from the table, I'm full for at least um, three, four hours, you know, <laughs> but when I'm hungry, I eat. That's the beauty of it. You're not going to eat a plant-based meal and say, you know what, I'm eating too much and I'm putting on weight for that. That's not mm -hmm. happening. Right, <laughs> you, right. know that? You, you, you can't eat an, enough kale to, right. 
to equivalent the calories of what it is in that that steak yeah. or that oily meal. You know, so if you're hungry, that is not because it's, it's because you're not eating as mm -hmm. much as you want. Don't limit yourself. It's not about counting counting calories, and it's not about well, I'm just going to do this portion size. No, go for it. Eat as right. much as you want until you're full. <laughs> so here's the thing for people in our communities i'd like us to kind of talk a little bit about kind of like a plan for them to transition into these healthy you know lifestyles because the matter of the fact is a lot of the people in their neighborhoods don't have a farmer's market they don't have a grocery store that they can go to and buy these products they don't have a trader joe's or something where they can you know get some funky plant-based foods that taste amazing so you have a great responsibility and a great amount of privilege and power as being a, a borough president. So do you have any steps that, or any plans that you are you know, thinking about kind of executing so we can get our people, our communities on this journey to health? Uh, I love that. And, and you're right. And that's what the book was about. I did not want to write a book that came from where I am. I wanted to write a book that will come from where people are. And if I was to write a book and say, okay, when you go to your Whole Foods store, make sure you go down the, this aisle and all that. It's like, come on, man, are you real, Eric? <laughs> you know, first of all, we don't have a Whole Foods. Right. <laughs> Let's start <Right>. with that. <laughs> you know? So I made, this is the, this is the Brownsville, the Compton, the south side of Chicago, the Detroit. This is the straight up hood way to help. You right. know, it's not about you need a gym membership. Mm -hmm. It's not about you have to have all of these fancy foods. No, this is a straight up. If you live in Brevard um, housing developments, you can say I can follow this and I can turn around my diabetes. You know, right. so I talk about you know how do you go to your normal bodega and just get that dry bag of lentils. Right, right. And take that dry bag of lentils and learn how to make a lentil burger. Learn mm -hmm. how to make a lentil stew. It's only two dollars and seventy-five cents. I, I part of my project was okay. How am I going to eat a plant-based uh, diet? Feed a family of four of ten dollars a day, and I I was able to do that on ten dollars a day. A dry bag of of uh, chickpeas. You can make hummus. Uh, you mm -hmm. can make a soup. Uh, you can mix it, mix, mix it with a sweet potato. Uh, and make this amazing food, or but bananas, frozen bananas, frozen strawberries, and put it in a ninja and make right. some fresh-made peanut butter, and make yourself a, an amazing frozen dessert, and not spend that four dollars on Häagen Dazs mm -hmm. that's going to poison you. Do it on health. So I wanted folks <clears throat> to say, listen, this is not an elitist thing. This is something as we start to deal with the food deserts, food apartheid, I'm gonna give you something now that is going to allow you to get on board with making your life healthy right now, instead right. of while we deal with the real issue of food apartheid. I don't wanna ignore that, we have to yeah. address it. But while we're doing it, there are ways that you can go right into that bodega and get what you're looking for and eat a healthy lifestyle. Right, awesome. right. I mean and Everyone in my family is getting the book for Christmas. I'll tell you that much. Because right. we need to get healthy. And a lot of people, when you and came that's on our powerful. That's powerful. I want to touch on what you said, because yeah. that's very powerful. And what my hopes are. <clears throat> I'm hoping that folks get the book. And I'm not making any money off the book. Every dime is going into develop, developing health ministries mm. to teach people on the ground. 
But I'm hoping someone would get the book, put it on their, on their uh, dining room table, and don't even see it. And then one day come home with that diagnosis. Because we're all going to get it. I don't care who we are. We all are going to get that diagnosis one day. I want them to come on with that diagnosis and say, you know what, I, let me just flip through this book. I'm hoping that it's on the doctor's table in their waiting room and someone is waiting for that test to come back and they start flipping through it and have a wow moment. Hmm. So, cause I know until you are ready for the receptivity of information, I don't care how much you force people through it, they're not going to take it and they're not right. going to address it, but it should be available. So when they're ready to say, okay, hold on, I don't want to do this kidney dialysis three times a week, three hours a day. I don't want to have to um, have, you know, this surgery for this or, or colon cancer um, people in our family have, have had it. Uh, I don't want to make this, this mistake. I want people to be armed with this simple, useful information that my book provides that if you determine I'm taking my health in my hands, Right. then you can do it on a level that you can comprehend and no one is talking down at you but with you. Right. And I think another important thing in the book, uh, when we were reading through it, uh, you break down the history of our foods and kind of where they come from and why we eat these foods so much and why it's so hard to get off them. It's like built in our DNA at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's important to understand where you're from and know where you're going. Um, so uh, right. can you elaborate on kind of what made you include that in, into your book? And, you know, and that's powerful. And that's that's probably what, uh, as I started to do the research for the book and I started to, you know, look into this, that was probably what angered me the most. You know, I remember my son saying to me when I, when I told him I was uh, diabetic, he said, Dad, I watched you growing up drive from gas station to gas station, putting the best gas in your car, but you didn't put the best food in your body. We, we spend more time making sure we have the right 10W40 oil in our engine, the right gas. We, man, we will beat a mechanic down if he puts the wrong gas inside our vehicles. Our houses must be right. We want to make sure our Brook mm -hmm. Brothers' ties are the best. All this external stuff. Yet this gift that God gave us, we turn it over to, some, to someone else right. uh, and, and not take control over the help. And I said, here it is, Eric. You retired captain, you have a master's degree, you have all of these great awards on your wall, on your wall being bar mm -hmm. president, being state senator, but you did no research on your health. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. we think about it. We're so intellectual, we can build up companies, we can do all of this, but how about our bodies? Right. <laughs> you know, right. because health is wealth. And yeah. if your yeah. body is not right, I don't care if you graduated from Harvard, or Yale, I don't care if you are the leader of some Fortune 500 company, I bet you Steve Jobs would have given all his inventions up if he would have been able to deal with the health crisis that he went through. You know how many people in high levels of management, CEOs, uh, CFOs, are all on statin, are all on uh, insulin, are living a life of despair? And so my goal is to say, take a moment, folks. Right. Let's realign ourselves as the universe starts to realign and say, we need to start really valuing what's real and what's not real. And that's the right. goal here I want to share with people. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I know you have a hard stop at 1130. Um, so we're just going to, uh, if you could just say a few words, introduce yourself to the people. We're going to like make a separate clip for this uh, and just tell us why we should get your book, the date it comes out and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, the, the, book is, the, the book is coming out. Again, my name is Eric Adams, and I'm the borough president of Brooklyn. And the book is coming out uh, during the second week of, of October, uh, pre-orders. We're already listed as number one on Amazon uh, in our certain areas, health areas. We're, we're really excited about that. And it is a real book of teaching people who are going through crisis, no matter who you are. Uh, how do you go through reversing diseases, reversing diseases? And it also shows the origin of food. I don't care if you're from a Latin base, if you're from an African-American base, if you're from Central America, colonizers took away our food and they took away our health. American diet creates American diseases. And I wanted to show people how this was not never in our DNA. It was our dinner poisoning us. And that is what this is about. Thank you so much, Eric Thank Adams. I uh, appreciate you coming by and Thank talking you. to us for a minute. Uh, we hope to have you back at some point. I can't wait to see the book and uh, and read it through again. I'm gonna buy it for as many people as I can, yes. and uh, well, you know we'll see what I, see how many people we can get to uh, change their health. I know we're gonna implement some of these things, and there <laughs> is a, there is a ton of recipes at the end, everybody too. So if you can check those out too, uh, we're gonna try a few of those and hopefully fill us up on yes. our next meatless Monday. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Take All right, care. thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Appreciate you tuning in for another Wolf and Unicorn podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wolf and Unicorn and make sure you subscribe to our. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do it over. All right, everybody. I appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Wolf and Unicorn podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wolf and Unicorn and you are subscribed to our show on every streaming platform. Right. Especially YouTube. I mean, you guys. I mean, you watch our videos, but you don't subscribe. I, I don't understand. What's going on? Uh, you know, you can like, you can comment, you know, you just watch it. Just, I mean, we appreciate you watching it, of <laughs> course. But you can also comment and like. There's buttons at the bottom there. There's a little subscribe button. Just hit them. Show us some love. Join the winning What's team. Up? What's up? <laughs> Papa G, anything to add to that? <laughs> nah, you guys killed that. <laughs> <laughs>